Okay, it's uh, time once again for another rant fest from the Midnight Skeptic. Here's the playing music you've all been waiting for. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, um, there, there was a, a problem on last week's show. I, uh, it, it was totally my fault. I lost track of the time, and I ran out of time uh, before the end of the show. And so I had to uh, cut it off before I got to a, a fairly important part. All the parts are important. But anyway, uh, the views, opinions, feelings, and thoughts, uh, insights, and the truthhoods of Mr. Woke, meaning me, um, are not necessarily the views of KPCLP 103.3 FM, uh, but they damn well should be, though. Um, if there's any Republicans, GOPers, followers of the orange sociopathic bloat bag, or regular listeners or watchers of Fox News, or general MAGA heads, uh, I hope I can change your mindsets, but you know, I know I won't. So I'll just have to settle for insulting you and uh, shoving truth into your collective faces. My quest uh, is, okay, I'm, I'm reading part of last week's notes. Uh, my quest um, is to make the U.S. of A. a Republican-free, MAGA-head-free, Orange sociopathic bloat bag free, Fox News free nation. In other words, a kinder, freer, more inclusive, more accepting nation. In short, a happier country. For you tubers, no, uh, who can see me? No, I'm not imitating Steve Bannon. I do, in fact, have two heavy shirts on. It's uh, rather cold here uh, out on the West Coast. Uh, there's, I think, a little bit of snow left on the mountain peaks around uh, the Sonoma County, California mountains. So, uh, And I don't want to turn the heat up to uh, like 70 or something. So it's down around 60. And uh, uh, in short, yes, I, the Midnight Skeptic, am woke. Okay, uh, quick shout-outs. Okay, Anchor FM uh, slash Spotify and all the other uh, groups and uh, broadcasts that they uh, accumulate and disseminate all over the world. Um, I got two, uh, two in Australia, two in New Zealand, one in Russia, two in Canada, um, a half a dozen or so there in the EU. Okay, um, Okay, I, just to remember here, um, 
Project Censored's latest book, uh, The State of the Free Press, 2023, uh, was released on the 4th of December. Um, and if you call into or get in touch with uh, projectcensored.org, you can uh, pre-order, not pre-order, just order, a signed copy of uh, the book, signed by Mickey Huff and uh, Andy Lee Roth. Um, as I said last week, I think he can write uh, at least his own name. So, you know, you can get those books signed. Okay, uh, go to projectcensored.org and uh, also sign up for their newsletter. All right, locally, Nariman, Tom Gaffey, uh, John Crowley at uh, Aquas, um, Tom and Nancy, Kevin and Lori, Rich and Kathy, Keith and Cody, and down in Tiburon, Dennis and Megan, uh, down in L.A., Jackie and Wayne Kolar, uh, San Francisco, Yvonne Santos, uh, Pacifica, Stan and Kathy, and uh, Miss Lefty, Susan Miller. Okay, and uh, Arizona, my brother Brandon and uh, his wife Mina and their and their daughter, Andrea, my niece, uh, take care of yourself, Andrea, and her husband, Tim, and the three little terrorists. I kept saying tourists for a while. No, they're terrorists, all three of them, uh, seven years old. No, eight, six, four now, I believe. Yeah, could be wrong, but it doesn't matter. Okay, and in Arizona, Karina Hilliard, uh, Air, uh, Arkansas, Shannon Reed, Florida, Amelia Beamer, Nelson and Alice Lydell, North Carolina, Dr. Dave Rubin, um, Lung Doctor Extraordinaire, uh, Long Island, Gerald Goldfinger, and then up to Sonora, uh, Robert and Colleen Finnegan, Bob and Sandy Fisher, Brad and Martha. Martha, take care of yourself. She's a nurse also. And uh, Dara Larson, Judy May, Leonidas Maciel, Kathy Francis, and uh, Lynn Quayle. Happy birthday today, Lynn. Um, and uh, John Gleason and his two daughters, uh, Tiffany and Jennifer, they occasionally listen in. And Mexico City, Rosie... Lopez Negrete. Okay, and that's not quite it. Um, okay, uh, the, the shout outs from last week. Okay, and uh, oh, one thing that I have forgotten to mention on the last couple of shows is um, send all death threats and hate mail and. Uh, Constructive suggestions uh, to the midnight skeptic at gmail.com. Excuse me, this is a, a phone call that I've been expecting. Uh, sorry for the interruption. Okay, uh, they'll leave a message or not. Okay, uh, good news. Uh, Arizona's attorney general race is headed for a recount. Uh, Democrat Chris Mays leads Abe Hamadeh by 850 votes. If she ends up winning, Democrats will have won a clean sweep of statewide offices. And uh, 
Arizona, uh, roughly there are about 50-50 Republicans and Democrats. Uh, Fortunately for the Democrats, the uh, Republicans in Arizona put up these horrible candidates. And, uh, you know, even though she did relatively well compared to the others, uh, the most horrible of them all was Carrie Lake. And, of course, she's not accepting the results of the election, and she's filed a lawsuit and just is, in general, uh, a horrible loser. Okay, Uh, I said on last week's show that I just can't imagine uh, Carrie Lake having any pets at home. She's just not that type of person. Okay, um... And more good news. Uh, Victoria Cobb, C-O-B-B, her organization, Family Foundation of Virginia, uh, FFV, had their meeting reservations at a restaurant canceled because of their anti-abortion, anti-LGBTQ stance. Uh, Victoria um, videoed herself in front of uh, the Supreme Court of the United States uh, when they were, um, there was a, a demonstration in front of the Supreme Court in support of Lori Smith. Well, who is she, you might ask? She's the Colorado graphic designer uh, who will not serve uh, couples that are the same sex and uh, dislikes and uh, but prays for the LGBTQ community there in Colorado, in Denver. And she was not even asked by any uh, same-sex couples to make a a wedding website for them. She just wanted to preemptively assert her religious freedom rights. Okay, so that's Lori Smith. And uh, Victoria Cobb, in complete sympathy with her, um, says that... uh, Um, okay, it's it's not right for a business to uh, refuse service to anybody because of uh, differing views. Well, uh, Victoria Cobb's organization, um, uh, the Family Foundation of Virginia, that came back to bite them in the ass. Now, they're being kicked out of a somebody's private business. Okay, all right. What goes around comes around. Okay, bad news. A uh, drag story time event in Ohio was canceled Saturday, uh, which is December 3rd, after members of a far-right Proud Boys uh, group uh, gathered near the First Unitarian Universalist Church in Columbus, Ohio, to protest. They were, of course, in their camouflage suits and face masks, so they can't be identified. Uh, 
and um, and they chanted, uh, and, and they all had their AK-47s. I'm going to talk more about them uh, toward the end of the show. Um, and they were chanting, life, liberty, victory, and reclaim America. Okay, now I told you that I ran out of time last week, uh, and I had one more segment uh, to get to, uh, and this is it. Okay, I have been ranting and raving and talking about MAGA heads on, well, on my shows as far back as there were MAGA heads. Okay. So I've been asked by uh, a couple of uh, friends of mine who are Republicans and a relative that's a uh, Republican, and uh, none of them, my friends and my one relative that are Republicans, I, I consider uh, MAGA heads. Why? Because they are intelligent and in their own way are very accepting and compassionate, and they have gay friends, and uh, so I would not lump them in with MAGA heads. But they asked me, what do I mean when I call groups or people MAGA heads? Well, here it is, and this was supposed to be on last week's show, um, but I ran out of time. Okay. Uh, in in this country, uh, registered voters, Democrats, make up about 45%, and uh, Republicans, GOP, about 26%. Um, that's the rough amount of registered voters. Okay, now, uh, most of my listeners, probably all of them, are acquainted with Venn diagrams. That's those series of circles, some of which overlap. And um, like, for instance, uh, hmm, okay, uh, people who like hot dogs, you know, one big circle and label it people who like hot dogs. And uh, another circle, people who like hamburgers. And um, the two circles kind of come together, and the overlap area is the people who like both hot dogs and hamburgers. Okay, that's the idea of Venn diagrams. Okay, this is how I think about the uh, Republican Party. And I don't just think it, I'm correct. The Midnight Skeptic is always correct. Okay. Okay. Um, MAGA head followers of the orange sociopathic bloat bag, um, in my opinion, uh, are about 70% of Republicans. Now, lately, uh, that circle is kind of shrinking a little bit because uh, he's losing uh, a lot of followers from the uh, Republican Party. Um, he 
doesn't deserve to have any, but he still has some dead-enders. Okay, so followers of the orange sociopathic bloat bag. Uh, by the way, uh, I've been lately calling the uh, governor of Florida bloat bag junior. Uh, he needs to start wearing suits that are like another size larger. It just, uh, it's not a good look for him. Okay. Uh, forget his opinions. Okay. Um, all right. We're talking about Republicans, uh, MAGA heads, and uh, Venn diagrams. Okay. Uh, there's a small circle within the Republicans, which I call dead-ender Confederate state sympathizers. And I would say about 5%, uh, not large, but enough of them that at Trump rallies and the uh, January 6th insurrection, there were a few um, dead-enders from the South that uh, carried the Stars and Bars Confederate battle flag into the Capitol. Okay, and they gather around these monuments that are being taken down of uh, Confederate States heroes, uh, like, you know, Robert E. Lee in Charlottesville, and uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest, the uh, Confederate general who ended up being the founder, one of the founders, of the uh, KKK. So, People who admire him uh, are Southern dead-enders, and um, their ideas about, uh, oh, being a gentleman and a lady. My word, Colonel Beauregard, how you do carry on. Uh, I'll have my house servant bring you a refreshing drink. You know, that kind of stupid masculinity and femininity. Okay, all right. Uh, I've bashed Southerners before. Okay, uh, another circle in this Venn diagram are Christian nationalists, um, which mainly are Southern Baptists and uh, assorted other evangelical, you know, uh, Church of God, uh, Pentecostals, uh, those types, and I call them hater, evangelical haters. I think uh, they're about 60% of the GOP Republicans. Okay, now, 70%, uh, in my educated opinion, are just out-and-out out racists. Okay, and again, I, I, in my view, educated view, I've been doing this for a long time, and I read from various sources. But anyway, 70% of Republicans um, are out-and-out out racists. Those are the ones that get really worked up about uh, CRT. I'm not going to let my kids learn that we had slaves in this country. Okay. And there's a large percentage, I would say about 60% of Republicans, that are 
fearful of and anti-LGBTQI plus, you know, it's kind of like an alphabet soup um, community. Okay, now they're the ones that vote for uh, bills that attack the trans community. And uh, for no good reason... um, and passing all these laws, like uh, the one that's being challenged right now in Arkansas, that would uh, uh, criminalize healthcare providers for providing gender-affirming care, not surgery, but just gender-affirming care for um, kids uh, under 18 who are experiencing gender dysphoria. Uh, and uh, I, I just don't understand uh, the Republicans' fear of trannies. The trannies are coming. Do you remember the, the fear du jour of a year or two ago? The uh, caravans are coming. Okay, and even a few more years before that, uh, what the uh, think tanks uh, run by conservative Republicans said to make sure to call um, Democrats on the, especially on the East and West Coast, as elites. They're educated. They're gonna make us all compassionate. We can't have that. Okay. Well, now that's been supplanted by the term woke. I'm woke, and I'm proudly woke. One of these days, uh, I'm going to have some T-shirts made up saying, you know, proudly woke in more or less rainbow colors. Okay. I'm off my notes, but um, okay. Oh, and another term that's been thought up um, is grooming. They're, they're grooming our kids. This is a right-wing Republican uh, war on schools. You know, all right, uh, LGBT community. All right, anti-groomers, anti-wokers, anti... Uh, oh, anti... Oh, boy, I can't read my writing here. Anti-changers. I don't know. I'm not sure what I meant by that. Okay. Um, the uh, uh, groups uh, of uh, militia people, the uh, uh, Proud Boys, uh, are unsure of their manhood. Okay. I'm going to expand on this a little bit later, but uh, my notes here uh, before I decided to really expand this into uh, making fun and mocking the uh, uh, coast-playing, you know, Proud Boys, Three Percenters, the Boogaloo Boys, or the uh, Wolverine Watchers, all of those groups. Um, Okay. Uh, Okay. So I'm I'm doing the Venn Venn diagram thing here. Okay, real, thoughtful, intelligent, politically astute 
GOPers, Republicans, I would say is no more than 5 to 10% of the party. And uh, my few Republican friends and relatives, I would lump into that category. And uh, especially the Lincoln Project, uh, those people who just would uh, rather die than vote for the orange sociopathic bloat bag, they're in the Lincoln Project, and uh, I respect them, and uh, they are, when I hear them on my um, MSNBC shows that I watch almost every day, okay, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, okay, now, that was for last week, should have been last week, okay, now I'm back on my notes for this week, Um. Okay, I went through Arizona AG race and uh, drag story hour. Drag story time is sort of a cosplay. Now, C-O-S-P-L-A-Y, that's a portmanteau of two words mashed up together. That's what a portmanteau is, uh, of costume playing. Okay, now you usually see them at... uh, Oh, Star Wars conventions. Uh, okay, well, that's another one. Uh, Comic-Con. Uh, uh, Star Wars, I mentioned that. Ooh, Star Trek conventions. People who enjoy those kind of uh, sci-fi events. And they cosplay. They dress up. And... Uh, and that's exactly what these rather dangerous uh, militia groups are doing. They're just cosplaying and they're strutting around in their camouflage and their um, bulletproof vests, stroking and hugging their AK-47 penis substitutes and threatening drag performers. Uh, that's sort of their thing now. They're protecting America from uh, drag queens. Okay, and they are definitely cosplaying. Okay, now, all right, new topic. Uh, Vicki Hartzler. Okay, she's a, uh, <clears throat> a House of Representatives from... Uh, Colorado's 4th District. She's a Republican, of course. And uh, she's the one who got up uh, in front of the, uh, on the floor of the House of Representatives to give a speech and began crying as she was giving this speech. Uh, And, okay, and it was in response to the passage of the, uh, Respect for Marriage Act, which, by the way, good news, uh, President Biden signed yesterday. Okay, and this is a quote from her, and I'm going to try to imitate her as best I can. Uh, okay, here we go. This is a direct quote from Vicki Hartzler on the uh, floor of the House of Representatives. This Respect for Marriage Act is yet another step toward the Democrats' goal 
of dismantling the traditional family, silencing the voices of faith, and permanently undoing our country's God-woven foundation, unquote. Tears began at this point. You can go to uh, I, I, either Twitter or I, she might be on Facebook now, but it's gone viral, this creepy lady breaking down in tears on the floor of the House of Representatives. Okay, I'm not done with her. Uh, another quote, this is the Democrats' priority. My priority is to protect religious liberty, protect people of faith, and protect Americans who believe in the true meaning of marriage. I, I hope that my uh, other... Congress people here have the backbone to vote against this terrible bill. Oh, oh. Okay, that's Vicki Hartzler. Now, her nephew, Andrew Hartzler, um, who uh, put a TikTok uh, diatribe out there. It was not even a diatribe because he didn't sound hateful to me. He just explained uh, that he was sort of apologizing for his Aunt Vicky and her, you know, evangelical rant. Uh, now, he himself has come out as gay, and um, he's, I think, 23 now, something like that. You know, he seems like a sharp guy to me. And... Um, on a, I think he was on uh, MSNBC. Um, oh boy, I'm having a, a brain freeze. Uh, anyway, uh, it, it was not Rachel Maddow. It was not uh, the one that follows her. It was not Chris Hayes. Oh, jeez. <sighs> brain freezes. I hate them. Anyway, I saw him. And he went over his upbringing uh, for a while. Uh, his parents were evangelicals. And when he came out to his mother at the age of 14, they immediately sent him to a... Uh, uh, oh, man. I, this is... I'm not having notes on that. Uh a camp for uh, religious families to send their gay children to re-education camps. Uh, damn it. Okay. Anyway, they sent him there and uh, harangued him with Bibles and uh, Jesus will not love you. You will be sent to uh, hell for all eternity if you don't start uh, being straight. Uh, damn it. I apologize to my viewers and listeners, but you get the idea. Anyway, uh, he survived um, those uh, Christian re-education camps for kids. And uh, you know, he's 23 now, and he assures us all that 
in these religious colleges that you know that are run by one Christian denomination or another, there are a lot of LGBTQ students at these colleges that I'm, I'm sure are suffering because of their orientation or you know their self identities. Uh, okay, all right, another topic. And this is an update on something that's been going on. Arkansas's ban on gender-affirming care. Um, a federal court in Arkansas is hearing arguments, um, which started on October 21st of this year, by the way, as to whether the state's ban should be upheld or struck down. Uh, up to... Um, 1,800 transgender youth under 18 could be affected. Now, this is a rough estimate um, gleaned from health records and uh, uh, self-reporting about how many transgender kids there actually are in Arkansas. Uh, the law, which is entitled Act uh, 626, is um, needed, MAGA heads say, because the state has a responsibility to protect children from medical treatment that uh, MAGA heads believe is unsafe. Both sides in this argument say that they have the best interests of children at heart. Okay. On Thursday, December 1st, the trial concluded with Dr. Paul Hruz, capital H-R-U-Z. Now, he's a childhood diabetes specialist, and they finally found a guy, a doctor, uh, that, quote, would say, oh, sorry, that would say, quote, more study on this topic is needed. He didn't say that uh, gender-affirming care is wrong or dangerous or even permanent. He just said more study is needed. Well, more study is needed for almost everything in uh, medical science. Um, in, in fact, science is not ever settled. Uh, if some bit of evidence comes forth that would even challenge the the theory of gravity well okay we'll study it we'll set up a set up some sort of a study that will be peer reviewed um so the, i i don't know how long their search was the moghead search was to to find a doctor that would in some way support their hateful cause. Okay, I'm off my notes again. Uh, Arkansas Attorney General Leslie Rutledge finally found uh, Dr. H-R-U-Z. Uh, by the way, I googled him, and uh, he is a confirmed Catholic and um, gives medical advice on Catholic medical sites. I, I don't know why the Catholics have to have a separate 
medical site online, but they do. And Dr. Hruz, capital H-R-U-Z, if anybody wants to Google him. Um, anyway, he was willing to go against, okay, th these are all the people that he was testifying against, essentially. The uh, Gender Spectrum Clinic there in Arkansas, the American Academy of Pediatrics, and the uh, American Medical Association, uh, all of these medical societies are in favor of gender-affirming treatment, not surgery. Okay, like uh, oh, puberty blockers, for instance. Okay, all right. And then he was testifying against the wishes of the four plaintiffs. Now, there's four families that um, are parents of transgender kids, and the whole case is called Brandt, B, capital B-R-A-N-D-T, et al. versus Rutledge, she's the A-G, et al. That's the name of the case. And it just concluded uh, uh, December 1st, Thursday, and uh, I will keep all my thousands and thousands of listeners updated about this. Okay, so uh, good news. Whew. The Satanic Temple in Indiana has sued to overthrow Indiana's near total ban on abortions. The Satanic Temple based out of uh, Salem, Massachusetts, has uh, 1.5 million members worldwide, including 11,300 members in Indiana, um, which, which is the most of any state. I, I don't know why Indiana, but uh, anyway, that's the number of members of the Satanic Church, the Satanic Temple. In Indiana, um, the suit names Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb, Republican, of course, and State Attorney General uh, Todd Rokita, capital R O K I T A. Uh, do you remember him from his uh, going after Dr. Caitlin Bernard? as defendants. Okay, Dr. Caitlin Bernard is the uh, doctor who uh, performed the abortion on that 10-year-old girl who uh, from Ohio that was impregnated by her rapist. Uh, got a sip. My throat is failing me. Anyway, Attorney General uh, went after Dr. Caitlin uh, for just not reporting sufficiently or all sorts of minor things, uh, it, the suit was thrown out. Uh, she did everything by the book at the time, and uh, abortions were legal in Indiana at that time. Well, now um, the Republican MAGA heads in Indiana passed this total abortion ban. That's what's being uh, disputed by this lawsuit brought by the Satanic Temple. Um, now, 
the satanic temple really is a, uh, well, for want of a better term, a mainstream satanic thing. There's the satanic church, which is not the same thing. I guess they really do worship Satan, which is just as stupid as uh, worshiping God. Okay. Uh, despite often being confused with the Church of Satan or Satan worship, the Satanic Temple uh, doesn't believe in or worship the biblical Satan. Yeah, who is that mythological guy? Okay. Instead, it venerates, quote, the, from their website, the allegorical Satan described in the epic poem, Paradise Lost. Um, okay, my notes are disorganized as usual. Okay, uh, the defender of... Um, okay, I, I, I put a line down here. I can't remember who wrote Paradise Lost. I think it was Milton. I'm not 100% certain. Um, going back to my college days. Okay. <clears throat> uh, now, the uh, allegorical Satan described in the epic poem Paradise Lost was the defender of personal sovereignty against the dictates of religious authority. Here, here. Its mission is encouraging... Uh, no, it's mission. I mean the... Uh, the uh, Satanic Temple, okay, its mission is encouraging benevolence and empathy, rejecting tyrannical authority, advocating practical common sense. Well, that eliminates 90% of MAGA heads right there. Opposing injustice and understanding noble pursuits. The temple is well known for fighting for equal access to religious rights and challenging institutions that install laws or practices that only adhere to a single religious belief, most notably Christianity. Uh, sounds to me like uh, none of the uh, satanic temple members are really Republicans. How could they be if that's what they're beliefs are. Um, okay, I, in my margin notes here, uh, I note that uh, on December 2nd, which is Friday, a second Indiana judge blocked the state of Indiana from enforcing its abortion ban law on religious grounds. Of course, the pro-lifers are all evangelical, conservative Christians. Okay. Whew. Okay, good news if this pans out. Okay, I got time. Oh, geez, maybe I don't. Okay, I got to get going. Uh, good news, if it pans out, the National Ignition Facility at Lawrence Livermore Laboratory, which is just right across the bay from uh, Sonoma County here, have reportedly made a breakthrough to get more energy out 
of nuclear fusion than is put into it. If this can occur sustainably and at scale, it would mean a virtually unlimited source of uh, no-carbon energy for all of mankind. Okay, Dr. Robbie Scott of the Science and Tech Facilities Council said, uh, quote, Fusion has the potential to provide a near-limitless, safe, clean source of carbon-free baseload energy. I'm not quite sure what they mean by baseload energy. Okay, a demonstration of fusion energy gain. The breakthrough for laser fusion research cannot be overstated, unquote. Okay, new topic. Okay, bad news. 54% of Americans read at or below the sixth grade level. There are three types of literacy, prose, document, and quantitative. All right, these are... Um, this is not my categories. These are reading specialists. I've been a private tutor... Um, pretty much steadily since, oh, 1989. Uh, and I've worked with grammar school kids, middle school kids, high school kids. Uh, mostly it's math, um, but uh, I'm aware of uh, educational issues. And, uh, and, and also through my tutoring, a few LGBTQ kids that I've had over the years. Okay. All right, I'm off my notes again. Okay, below the sixth grade level, there are three types. Okay, prose, document, and quantitative. Uh, the last two, which is um, document and quantitative, uh, deal with life skills, you know, like reading a bus schedule or uh, a work description or filling out tax forms or governmental forms of one sort or another. Okay, prose literacy is one that deals with critical thinking, making independent judgments about something we read. Okay, uh, that's why more than half of MAGA-head GOPers believe the orange sociopathic bloat bags big lie. They read just enough to go online and read other uh, false information from right-wing sources, or they uh, are totally non-readers, but sit, sit transfixed in front of Scott, uh, uh, Fox News. Jeez. Okay, I need another sip of coffee here. Yeah, excuse me. Okay, uh, more caffeine. <clears throat> the gift of the gods, caffeine. Okay, um, on, uh, good news. On a related topic, eight conservative judges, lawmakers, former senators, and a chief of staff to ex-speaker Paul Ryan, Republican, uh, released a 72-page report after reviewing all 64 
uh, court cases the orange sociopathic bloat bag and his MAGA heads brought trying to claim voter fraud. <clears throat> Their conclusion was that fraud claims were unsupported by evidence. Evidence? MAGA heads don't want that. Okay, quote, there was no fraud that changed the outcome in even a single precinct, unquote. And these are Republicans. All of them are Republicans. Okay, the Cyber Ninja election recount, you remember that in Maricopa County, Arizona? Their findings, when they finally got done with their... Uh, election recount resulted in 99 more votes for Joe Biden and 261 fewer votes for the orange sociopathic bloat bag. The cyber ninjas later shut down, I guess that means gone out of business, after a George, not a George, a judge, man. All right. Uh, after a judge ordered it to pay $50,000 per day in fines until it, the ninja, cyber ninjas, turned over public records to the Arizona Republic, which is a newspaper down there, and they were uh, investigating the cyber ninjas. Okay, that was good news. Bad news and bad loser. Carrie Lake, oh, that horrible woman, filed a lawsuit Friday on the 9th of December in Maricopa County Court for an order declaring her the winner of the 2022 governor election in Arizona or alternatively throwing out the results and uh, conducting a new election. That's not going to happen, and I'll keep you informed of uh, how this lawsuit turns out. The Arizona uh, Attorney General's race is very close uh, enough uh, for a mandatory recount. Okay, this is Republican Hamaday versus Democrat Chris Mays. Uh, Chris Mays was about... Uh, 850 votes ahead of Hamaday, but I'll keep my thousands and thousands of listeners um, informed of the outcome of this. Okay, now, in my Facebook posting on my Facebook page about what I'm going to be talking about, I guaranteed that I was going to mock and make fun of these uh, cosplaying um, armed right-wing, far-radical right-wing militia groups. Okay. Drag time story hours where drag, where drag performers read books to young kids in libraries and uh, some restaurants are being disrupted and threatened by Proud Boys, Three Percenters, the Patriot Front cosplayers, you know, Boogaloo Boys, uh, the Wolverine Watchers. That was the group that tried to uh, uh, kidnap or plotted to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer 
and uh, they failed, and they're on trial now. Okay. Um, and these um, armed militia groups, uh, I call, uh, they're wearing combat drag. You know, they, in their military, uh, oh, their, their, their military costumes. Um, they're usually middle-aged guys in camouflage. Now, camouflage is supposed to make you blend in with your surroundings. Well, I'm, I'm not sure uh, what the camouflage is that they're wearing that they're supposed to blend in with. But anyway, they enjoy wearing it. They're usually middle-aged guys in camouflage gear with their AK-47 penis substitutes trying to regain what they think of as their manhood. Have you ever seen them with their AK-47 or other assault rifles? They just hug them close to their bodies and then kind of stroke their long, hard rifle barrels. They get off on that. And uh, they're kind of all like that. And um, they, they walk around trying to look intimidating. Um, I was going to try to um, download a picture of them in Columbus, Ohio, walking in front of this... Uh, drag time story hour, trying to look intimidating. And most of them have some sort of facial hair. There's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, most of them do for you know, whatever reason. But anyway, they're very unsure of their manhood, and this is what they do to try to regain their positive self-image. Okay, uh, I'm getting toward the end of my notes here and the end of my time. So real quick, uh, there's a book written by Pastor Dale Partridge called Jesus and Gender. Okay, I haven't read it. And it's not actually a book. It's just a couple of Christian aphorisms about the proper roles of boys and girls. I'm going to go down to Copperfields, our local bookstore, and see if they have it just to thumb through it. It's kind of uh, an antidote in their minds, the MAGA heads' minds, to a lot of these books that uh, are about uh, gender identity and uh, young kids. Okay, no, no, no. Um, Okay, real bad news, silly news. Um, Florida governor, um, I in my notes I wrote his name down here, but uh, uh, Bloatbag Jr., his latest stupidity, oh, God, he uh, appear, appeals to anti-vaxxers. Uh, that should have been another Venn diagram within the MAGA-head Republican Party anti-vaxxers by calling for a grand jury to investigate effects of COVID vaccines and, and this is a quote from crimes in wrongdoings related to COVID vaccines. Uh, if you go back 
to uh, 2020 and 2021, uh, Ron DeSantis was urging Floridians to get vaccinated and extolling the virtues of uh, COVID vaccines. Well, he recognizes that there's a big percentage of MAGA-head Republicans that are anti-vaxxers. So to appeal to them, he's setting up this uh, uh, grand jury and then also a uh, uh, an investigating committee headed by, are you ready for this, Dr. Joseph Latipo. Um, he was in America's Frontline Doctors, that group of quack physicians. And uh, Dr. Joseph Latipo, you are a quack. Okay, uh, there I've said it. If you want to sue me, you know where I am. Okay, ending good news. Uh, President Biden signed yesterday the Respect for Marriage Act. Okay, I'm, I've got to kind of hurry up here. All right. Real good news of all time. Okay. New Zealand, a lifetime ban on cigarettes for youth. Uh, New Zealand on Tuesday passed into law a unique plan to phase out tobacco smoking by imposing a lifetime ban on young people buying cigarettes. The law states that tobacco can't ever be sold to anybody born on or after January 1st, 2009. It means the minimum age for buying cigarettes will keep going up and up. In theory, somebody trying to buy a pack of cigarettes 50 years from now would need ID to show they were at least 63 years old. The new law also reduces the numbers of retailers allowed to sell tobacco, and that deserves clapping. <laughs> All right, uh, play out music. I'm on time. Oh. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. Support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma Community Access. And remember, Think critically, think logically, but live joyously and, most importantly, pet your cats. This was uh, show number 99, by the way. Next week's show will be 100, and I promise you I will have my cat up on the desk here briefly, and I will pet her and have a glass of actual red wine to sip, okay? So that's it for this week, and uh, I will be screaming at you and haranguing you and uh, ranting and raving next week.